Hey Navigators, it's your buddy Jace. Are you tired of filtering through all those websites trying to find the best deal on Disney vacations? Well, before you click that purchase button, make sure you check out getawaytoday.com. I promise you, you will not find deals like this anywhere else, just trust me. Whether you're looking for the total package or just want to buy a park ticket, they will not be beat. But here's the best part. Aside from already low prices, if you type in promo code MAGIC, they'll give you even more of a discount just for being one of our listeners. Remember, that's promo code MAGIC. Keep on navigating on. Listen up. So you're going to the parks? Just a word of advice, put the Hawaiian shirt back in the drawer. Or the garbage, whichever. Then go check out Zoon World on Etsy.com. They've got the dopest Disney gear that you'll want to sport at the parks. They've got everything from Star Wars to Pixar and everything in between. But not only that, their customer service is second to none. Once again, that's Zoon World. That's Z-U-N-Z-U-N World on Etsy.com. But just remember to tell them that navigating the magic says hi. And keep on navigating on. Ladies and gentlemen, Damas y Caballeros, we proudly present Navigating the Magic. Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Yay. Bear. Whenever he got covered in honey, I got super stressed. Welcome to a pool party, but I crossed out the elevated poo party. Why would I listen to any grumpy old men? Hello and welcome to Navigating the Magic. I'm your host, Chase. I'm Holly. And we are here with... Uh, Zach. And Mo. Oh, we did it backwards. <laughs> We're all about change. We love it. <laughs> We're Barack Obama. You gotta, you gotta switch it up. So if you guys know Zach and Mo, they were on our show before, and they're a part of Adventure Is Out There podcast. And it's so good. They just did one on uh, Roy Disney. That was probably like one of the, honestly, I'm not even kidding. I listen to Disney podcasts all the time. You can ask Holly. It was probably one of the best episodes I've ever heard. It's true. He loved it. He was always talking about it. And then I listened to the Disneyland Paris one and just dreamed about going there to meet the dragon. Yeah. Oh my and then, gosh. Seriously. They also did one where they brought in a guy they're friends with that uh, went to Greece. And that one was really freaking cool too. Was that Christian? Uh, Wait. Greg is Greg his name. Is he, has, he has another uh, podcast, Greg's Guide to Music. And so we're like, yeah, let's just do Greg's Guide to Greece instead. Oh, that's cool. I love it. But so, it yeah, so good. you guys can find Zach and Mo on iTunes, Spreaker, and Google Play, all the places that you find podcasts if you want to listen to them as well. And follow them on social media. All right. Adventure is out there. There you go. Zach is actually the king of Winnie the Pooh, which right. is why we, we wanted to bring these guys on the show, because that's what we're going to be talking about today is Christopher Robin movie that just came out. Zach, yeah. the king of poo. Yeah. Zach, <laughs> the king of poo. I've so. been called a poo head in many contexts. <laughs> I'm sure by your own wife. Yeah, right? I played the fifth. There you go. <laughs> and anyway, so we wanted to do a, a review about it. So if you have not seen the movie yet, you might not want to listen because it is going to be full of spoilers. Spoilers. Alrighty. Just all the spoilers. So just go pause it, go see it, and then come back and turn it on. Yep, that's true. And we're off like Eeyore's tail. Good job. <laughs> <I like> it. <laughs> that's yeah. so cute. Oh, poor Eeyore. Okay, so how long ago did you guys see this movie, approximately? Uh, this past weekend. Just, yeah. We, we didn't just make barely... it right away. Yep. So it's it's been a couple days, so it's still fresh. Well, same, because we have the movie pass, and I don't know if you guys have looked at the movie oh. pass at all, but it is on the struggle bus, and so we're trying I, to figure out how to get it to work, because it only works like 20% of the time. I literally just canceled mine, 
uh, the day that they needed $5 million to pay off their credit card bills. How did, how did you get out of it? Because we prepaid up front the 100 bucks. Oh, I, I was the month to month. Oh, gosh. We're, you're smarter you're, than us. Yeah, way smarter than us. We thought it was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, we're getting such a good deal. And then we're like, uh, why can't we go see movies It was anymore? a good deal for like six months. And yeah. then they just crapped on their whatever, their their Well, and then they would start promise. Like, now they want to like raise prices and all that other stuff. And I'm all, bro. They won't answer our messages. But anyways, we got to do our, our one last movie we saw on the movie pass before it started freaking out was this. So we're so we're thrilled. Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So let's kind of go into uh, the details about Winnie. So I didn't know this. I was doing some research, and apparently Winnie the Pooh was the second bestseller of, like, merchandise and pretty much everything um, next to Mickey for Disney. Uh, yeah. Before Star Wars and Marvel were bought, obviously, because that's just gone crazy. But uh, he was, but he's been, like, one of the top guys for a long time. Wow. Well, and he was a big deal, like, if you've listened or if you've watched goodbye christopher robin he was a big deal in london when he like when winnie the pooh first came out before it was a disney asset Uh he's a huge deal the whole series it's always been a big deal for everyone everywhere it's really i mean it's he's as big as as mickey yeah, yeah uh, one agree. of the most recognizable. Well, and like when I worked at the parks, uh, I got to be friends with Winnie the Pooh. And <gasps> I know, I know. Oh, this is, oh, tell them the story. Let's just start there. Wait, which one? The one where the little kid who was really happy to you and they cut the line. Oh, yeah. Listen okay. To this. So I don't get know. Your, if... Get your tissues first. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> so I was friends with Winnie the Pooh. In fact, when I got my email for the Disney College program saying, like, you got accepted, it says, you get to be friends with Winnie the Pooh. And I thought that was my only person I got to be friends with. So I, I was going out there with that in mind that that was going to be my only friend. And so I had a going away party and I put, welcome to a pool party, but I crossed out the L and made it poo party. Oh, <laughs> and I had like a Winnie the Pooh themed party before I moved to Florida. But when I got there, I was friends with him a lot and there was this one time i was uh friends with super Pooh. so for halloween he dresses up like a superhero yeah yeah right. he has the mask it's so cute and a little sweater <laughs> on his big belly and so I was, I was friends with him and there was this little boy that was like probably three and he had a birthday button on and he was getting in my line and the character attendant was like nope the line's cut and the little kid just started sobbing and and it was his birthday and so there's a couple things like that you can do called magical moments that are like kind of breaking the rules but like you just write it off as a magical moment and then you're good so my character attendant was like what we're gonna do a magical moment so the line was cut and everyone was getting turned away but she told this little boy and his family just to hang out and maybe i would say bye to them on my way out and anyways come to find out my character attendant pulled some strings that that i don't know how to say this i guess okay so my friends with winnie the pooh got to ride the winnie the pooh with the little boy on my lap lap. oh so this little boy that can like barely speak like sentences was was on my lap and we're riding the winnie the pooh ride and just going through each of the rooms and he's like there's owl there's your friend rabbit and his mom is taking a million pictures and then we get off the ride and they just hug me and they're like you made this the best birthday ever for him he'll never forget you and so oh that my was my heart. i know and this little boy went from bawling to like ecstatically like laughing and hugging and squeezing and so it was just this magic of disney so that's my memorable moment with Pooh Bear. that is that's the best that's right. really the best yeah and i'm like in a probably in a scrapbook somewhere in London. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where they're from. So I guess my friends with experience is I was in a production at the Utah Children's Theater, uh-huh. and I I was I, I I thought hey maybe I'll get cast as like Rabbit or something, 
and I ended up cast as, as Winnie the Pooh. What? And so the whole the story or the the play was like really adapted right from the A.A. Milne stories, and it had like a 1920s sort of theme. Um, and yeah, so it was it was really fun, and basically the experience for me was. Uh, very similar to what we see in the movie because I had like loved Pooh as a kid, watched it all the time. I watched the the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh with that you know that Pooh Bear Winnie the Pooh yeah, Bear yeah. that song, and you know I watched it all the time and then I totally forgot about it, and then here I am as an adult and I get to play the character in a play and it was like reconnecting with a childhood you friend. You do all sorts of research again. Yeah, really? I found like it. You, everybody should check out. There's a Russian version of Winnie the Pooh. Called, it's amazing. It's called Winnie Pooh, and it oh, is God. the best. Anyway, oh, I can go goodness. on. Is it angry? <laughs> yeah. He he's like a, a Russian black or Russian brown bear, and he's like Winnie Pooh. I'm YouTubing that after this. That is sweet. No more honey for you. In in Russian hundred acre wood, honey eat you. We do not have yellow bears. Like Winnie the Pooh in Russia. <laughs> Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, it's um, it's my terrible version of Russian. Okay. Basically, all all of the credible movie reviewers all said really good things about it. Uh, the only one that didn't like it was Variety, and they mocked that you know the Narnia style where they crawl through a portal to get to another dimension. You know, that's like this magical place, things like that. What did you guys? What did you guys but, think but about? We don't that? listen to critics, Jace. Why are you even looking this up? Okay, <sighs> they're paid to be critics. I completely ignore critics. Yeah. On principle, yeah. <laughs> I normally do. I'm doing a show. They're paid to be negative. Yeah. Right, right. And I'm like, this is this is a show that is supposed to bring back your childhood, childlike wonder. So why would I listen to any grumpy old men? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm very easy to please when it comes to movies. Like I like my movies. So why let Amen. them tell me how to feel about it? <laughs> But Zach, you're you're the expert. Is that is that pretty similar to like the old, you know, because like a lot of this was based off of like the original Winnie the Poohs. Um, is that pretty similar to how how it was, you know, originally? So, so as as far as tone and everything, I do actually think they pretty much nailed it. Um, one of the one of the kind of the notes I made on the show was that Jim Cummings' performance as Winnie the Pooh so is really the good. best I've ever heard of him. Yeah, because right. He he was a little more. Um, soft-spoken almost and understated, which reminded me much more of the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, but also there was still that, that constant uh, bunch of, of you know, those quotes and those very, um, you know, sort of fun things that he always said that was extremely true to the character, which I really liked. I love how clumsy they made Pooh. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they've always showed him as clumsy, like in the cartoons, but this was like clumsy to a whole new level. It was like to an adorable level. Yeah. Boy, well, he was like a little kid. Um, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but whenever he got covered in honey, I got super stressed. Yeah, I was right. just like, it's going to get stuck in his fur. It's never coming out. And then he starts walking around the house, and you're like, oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh so no, stressful. Please. Yeah, because you see him <laughs> as a stuffed carpet. animal, and it's just like, the, you can imagine when you're sticky, ooh, when your stuffed animal gets sticky, I hate that. Yeah, like, yeah you're like, sticky. um, excuse me, that's going to stick, and then that's going to trap dirt, and then this is going to be super gross. Yeah. <laughs> your ladder broke. And that's because oh, we're adults. That's, that's not a ladder. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite scenes, is like, he's like, there's something wrong with your ladder. He's like, those aren't, he's like, that's not a ladder, those are shelves. He's like, oh, that's why it wasn't very that sturdy. That could be why. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was just too adorable to get mad at, too, is the thing. It was like... Oh, completely. I saw him as stuffed animal, but then I started to see him like as just like a little kid or almost like a dog. Like, just something that you just can't get mad at. You can't get mad at him. Um, well, 
I don't know. For me, one of my favorite, favorite parts of it with Winnie the Pooh was the part where he wanted the red balloon. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was adorable. But I'd really like it. He's like, you don't need that. But it would really make me happy or whatever he He's said. Like, but I, I would like, really like yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what color? And you see yeah. red. Of course, you <laughs> have to get it for him. Yeah. Um, so what did you guys think? Did you like how they kind of did the backstory of Christopher Robin uh, going to war and all that kind of stuff? I, I liked it, especially for where the story was going. I mean, this is very much a Hook-style story, so you had to see why he left it all behind. Right. I, I'm i kind of... Okay, this is where I go. I, first of all, I'm a huge fan. Love it. Childlike wonder. And I'm also a mean, crotchety old man at the same time. He is. <laughs> and so I go, okay, first of all, this is going to be like... Uh, this very predictable, get it. He grew up, he's now a jerk, yada, yada, yada. Um, but for some reason, like, it was okay with me. You know, it was quote-unquote predictable. I was like, I'm so charmed by everything. Ewan McGregor is so awesome. I love Winnie the Pooh. So I, I was I was fine with the, the backstory stuff. Um, and it's, it's interesting because of where the story comes from, uh, as far as, like, the actual author, A.A. A. Milne, was a World War One veteran, um, and then his son, Christopher Robin Milne, who Christopher Robin was based off, went off and, and fought in World War II. So that's very much connected to the Winnie the Pooh lore, if you will, uh, if that war that wartime story. So that made sense. Well, I actually don't mind predictability when it comes to Disney. I'm not sure what it is about it, but I kind of like get that she Disney finds has comfort and stuff. Like I do. It's comfort. I, it's, it it's that warm hug from the mouse. Well, and you know that most all of the princess stories start and end the same, so you just fill it in with dialogue, and I'm fine with that. That's okay with me. You know that you can walk out of the room if it's like a, a scarier part or something like that and come back in in 15 minutes and it's happy again, yeah. right? <laughs> right. You have to kill off the and, parents and, in the first five minutes, though. <laughs> and that's the thing is, as I go, okay, well, that's, you know, it's a it's a Winnie the Pooh movie. I mean, it's not going it, to – it's meant for it's parents to world. share with their children right. and for children to watch with their parents. And, and so for that reason, I think a lot of what they did made sense and, and really worked for me. Right. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, – did you guys notice any of the – well, first of all, I was super excited, like you said, that Jim Cummings was the voice of you know the same characters. That was so awesome. essentially – Essentially, as far as like main voice actors go, there have been two. There's the original was Sterling Holloway, and he did the the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which was like three different shorts. Um, and he, but Sterling Holloway was also like Ka in the Jungle Book. Um, he was also Cheshire uh, the Cat. Cheshire Cat. Um, so he's a he's a classic Disney voice. And then basically Jim Cummings took it over, and for you know I'm, most of the people. You know that I know he. That's the only voice that that's we've known as far as being modern. Well, um, and he also did Tigger, and he also does Tigger, yeah. which is great. So, that's and his, like I said, his performance was so good, so good. Well, here's the thing that I thought was awesome, and so you can you can definitely tell from like you know in comparison to the coons and stuff of old that he, he he's aged, right? I mean, that's it. We're we're mortal. And I loved. I loved the character design of them being a little bit velveteen rabbity. Yes. Yeah, being they were loved. Yes. And so I think that his voice really was fit. perfect. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Like I thought it was like a great fit for yeah their look and everything else. Like it was very tired, if that makes any sense. But it was right. Well, well, even loved. because well, yeah, because even the brightest of all those characters would be Tigger, and he was very much he looked like he'd been in the sun a lot, so he was yeah. a little bit bleached, but right. he still had that bigger tiggerness. I am a tigger person. Yeah. Very much so. So he was he was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. 
And did you guys notice any of the the Easter eggs throughout the movie? No. Oh, you didn't. Well, maybe. I don't know. I didn't. I was too enthralled with the stuffed animals. I only caught <laughs> one, and then Jace confirmed it online that it was in fact a nod to a movie coming out in the future. Yeah. Oh, so, which one? Do you remember? They're kind of doing the chase uh, a little bit towards the end, and they're going through the streets, and then they do a an alleyway scene where they're looking out to the street from the alleyway. There's a woman that walks her dog, which is a Dalmatian across the screen. Oh, funny. I and didn't notice that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And so I Whoa, you, you think you think I noticed it. You didn't like, notice the dog? I know. Yeah. There's Jeez. something wrong with Jace leaned over to me and was like, that's an that's a nod to 101 Dalmatians. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, or Cruella, which is coming out here in the next like year or so, right? Yes. I probably had just had so many um welled up tears that I just couldn't quite see clearly. It's fine. Honestly, from the beginning, I was like, Oh honey, are you gonna make it? <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad when he's like he's like Will you ever like? Were you, are you gonna forget me? And he's like, I could never forget you, Pooh. And and he instantly does. Yeah, like almost instantaneously, he just moves on. Well, and that's really it's exactly how the the stories end. The book ends with the goodbye, Christopher Robin, um, party. And so that's really like literally picking up right where wow. the books end. That's how long is the book? It's it's a collection of a collection of short stories. Um, so not terribly long. There's there's essentially three, more or less volumes, okay. um, and they're not very big. What made you but it's like, a bunch of little vignettes. What made you read them, or what made your like love and fascination for Winnie the Pooh, anyways? I don't know. I just think it's so it's charm. That's that's basically the thing that I always say. That uh, I think the stories are charming. I've always thought the cartoons are charming, and then I think that this movie does a good job of of being that British charm that. Uh, that's really attractive about the character. Well, and he's been around since we're a child too. So that's probably part of it as well as it's not new and you've had it since your childhood too. Well, for me, there's, I mean, there's something about the British, I don't know, fiction. There's Peter Pan and there's Winnie the Pooh and they have just this British charm to them. And growing up in my family, we all got assigned Winnie the Pooh characters. <laughs> so, so for I'm Tigger of in my course. family. Because she doesn't stop bouncing off the walls. It's Seriously. very true. I watched your, uh, when you were making refreshments for rehearsal video, <laughs> I was dying. I was like, this is the best. So, yeah, I mean, like, basically her entire family is like, okay, this one's, this one's, you know, uh, uh, Rue. This one's, the mom's Kanga. And, all, you know, they all have basically their assigned characters. Luckily, in their family, they didn't have a who, so... So that's you. why I joined. You just that's why I joined. <laughs> they in. had an opening. I want to be Piglet, small and pink and cute. Oh, dear, dear, dear. kind of timid or I don't know. It was know. so adorable. Was it honestly though? I I thought we Piglet wasn't in it enough. Well, that's what I thought was weird is they really didn't include Rabbit and Piglet and Owl. Well, no, Piglet was a lot, I guess. But Piglet was. But I owl thought it was so interesting. Rabbit wasn't. I mean, Kinga. Yeah, Rabbit and Owl being like I didn't know that it was part of the real stories that they were. They were real animals, and the rest were stuffed animals. Yeah. See, I didn't know that either. What about actually. the beaver that whistles? Yeah. Uh, that that is straight from the Disney cartoon, like more modern Disney cartoon too. It was never in the stories. Well, fine. And then there, in the original Winnie the Pooh stories, there's also an additional character named Hedgehog. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the original ones. I don't recall. Huh. If Zach know. doesn't remember, it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that there was a lot of Winnie the Pooh. I do, and it was part of the plot and everything, like going to find the friends. But um, I would have liked to see a little bit more of everybody just because I love them all. 
Um, But I do have to say that Eeyore almost stole the entire show. He was he was good, but here's the thing: is normally he, he he's cute, but he kind of drives me nuts in a lot of the cartoons. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh! But this one, like his his bad attitude was actually really charming. Uh, completely. Well, because it was just he. It was almost like, oh, he just likes gloomy things. Yes. Not that he's just depressed and grumpy all the time. He just likes gloomy things. He's yeah, like the, he's so. like the gothic Disney character. Exactly. The Pooh. He's the first emo kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we was, all expected he, this it. One, he was much more pleased to. He was like pleased to be in the gloom, and they're like, "Oh, it's 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 foggy or gloomy. I wish Eeyore was here to enjoy it." Yeah. Right. Well, there was one. It was like, "How very kind of you to kidnap me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's kind of funny about it. Yeah. And and he was so funny. But, yeah, I really just enjoyed him. Yeah. I've so. never enjoyed him so much. Yeah, because he wasn't as sad. He was more like humorous about like yeah, just enjoying Jack Skellington type. Yeah. I also liked, and I don't remember if this was a part of like the, you know, the old shows and stuff, but how Rabbit and Owl would always just like bicker about, you know, basically who was smarter or who knew more. Oh, that, that's totally, oh, I, yeah. that's totally, yeah. I've seen that in the cartoons. It's very much. I thought that, I thought <laughs> their, their banter was hilarious. Oh, it's um, so funny. But I want to talk real quick. Did you guys, and maybe, you know, maybe you, you did notice, maybe you didn't. But uh, apparently, they're saying that Madeline wore the same outfit as Christopher Robin, kind of toward the end of the movie. Did oh, she totally that? does. That he wore at the beginning? Uh, no, like is like in the cartoons stuff, like in, oh, in the his classic yeah. look, yeah, the classic look, yeah. Oh, I oh, she definitely did. Yeah, she. They thought it would be weird if she walked out in like a red crop top, so they put her in Christopher <laughs> Robin stuff. <laughs> I, I maybe that's like a foreshadowing of a second like she's gonna take on the toys or the I wondered oh that's kind of like a Toy Story four or wait Toy Story three three, three. three. Toy Story three Disney is killing it at this like being um generational kind of a thing where they're passing off our favorites from when we were kids to like the younger children of like hey you guys are done and we're now going to focus on the next generation by doing stuff like that totally well and that's it's like i'm just so glad that they're bringing it back so that the next generation can enjoy them too yeah and that and i think the live action remakes help with those just you know the princess movies and you know if the kids didn't grow up on cinderella now they can go back and watch it well, and they've, they've watched the live action with their with their parents, and the parents go, hey, do you want to see the original? And so they get to see the original, too, and enjoy that. And I feel like we, as a pop culture society, are so star- starved for nostalgia, you know, hence, you know, Star Wars and everything being so big, and we like kind of the throwback thing. And so it's like not only is Disney introducing kids to stuff, but then they're pulling in the parents and things like that who are mm-hmm. saying, oh, I remember that from when I was a kid. All I hear is cha-ching on merchandise. Yeah, Seriously. Well, the- well, we went, to, as far as, like, uh, souvenirs and stuff, we went to buy the Winnie the Pooh from the movie because uh-huh. they have stuffed animals that look just like them. They are completely sold out, back-ordered, gone. Really? Yeah. I had no it's, idea. Holly yeah, there's someone like was selling them on for- every single night. Oh, that's like her little buddy. Don't talk about this. <laughs> no, I got when I did, when the, I did Disney. the Disney college program, like I let you get so many tickets, but you can only use so many per day. So my roommate was having uh, six family members come in. You can only get three in per day. So she let three in and I used my three. And so as a thank you, they knew I was friends with Winnie the Pooh. So they bought me Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal. It had like a little honey pot and it was 
you know the the classic with the red shirt but i don't know like seriously like mm, four years ago maybe i just all of a sudden had this random need to sleep with the stuffed animal at night and so i've slept with it every night since and his honey pot fell off and he looks like a mess like i have to put him in the washer machine just like a child because sure. it just gets gross because i i just have to hug something at night and for whatever reason he's the perfect size and fits like in my nook well and it, there, she goes into full-blown <laughs> panic mode if we go on a vacation and she forgot poo it's true oh yeah, yeah. i try and hug a pillow it's not the same no it's not. It's not nearly as snuggly or full of love. <laughs> exactly. When when we saw the movie, we went with a couple of friends, and uh, one of our friends uh, was friends with Tigger at uh, Walt Disney World, <laughs> and he actually brought a small stuffed Tigger, so that he could so watch, he it could watch it with it. But he was kind of weird about it, and so as we were walking in, like in the parking lot, he quickly shoved it in Mo's purse and said, oh. "Hey, hold on to this for a second. <laughs> And then when we get into the theater and sit like, down, he's like, It's fine if it's yours, but it's not okay if yeah. it's mine. Can, can, I, can I have that back? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's like sneaking in treats like into the movie theater. But no, put your put your ticket in there. He's yeah. got to watch. Just, just don't, don't worry about it. Nobody will well, think twice. I mean, I definitely was tempted to wear my Tigger ears and my Tigger backpack to go in <laughs> oh, and watch this. But oh, man. I'm just, I'm just actually Oh, man, they're that... from when I was eight years old, man. <laughs> that is vintage. So the one thing Disney has killed is, I mean, their whole thing is about making memories right and i think that's kind of the the transgenerational thing that they're kind of going for here is as they pass it off i mean i know for like my dad especially loved going to disneyland as a kid like he was there i think it was like a week after you know it opened and so it was still very new and very fresh you know walt was still wandering around that sort of thing and so he has these like vivid memories of you know his family memories and things like that of going to Disneyland as a kid. And so he made sure when, when I was growing up that my family went just about every single year to go share those same memories. And I feel like that's kind of the direction Disney's going with the movies now is making it, you know, memorable for kids, you know, as well as adults as well. Like our, like we are the ones wanting to show our kids and you know, the younger generations, what we grew up with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really all about that sharing, and I th- I feel like they've probably it's not always, but the, it's it's sort of always been that way. But they're going at it with a new angle, which I mean I think is fun. A lot of people are anti of all these these live action remakes, and you know we even talked about them before. Right. But when you look at it from a perspective of sharing it with a new generation, um, you you suddenly realize, ah, oh, maybe these movies aren't necessarily for me, but they can be enjoyed for a lot longer, and these stories can live on. In that, so in that way, I mean, kind of everybody wins. Well, and so one of the things, do you guys remember when they changed the Phantasmic uh, show this last what is it year or two two ago? Yeah, yes. Where they, they took out the Peter Pan, you know, Captain Hook. Oh, I know that was my favorite part, uh-huh. and it broke my heart. Yes, yeah. that would be so scary to do. But, but the thing, the thing that I noticed is. None of the kids that were there, because they really haven't done anything with Peter Pan since, right? Since the, the cartoon. and But I noticed none of the kids even cared. All the kids were ecstatic when they saw the Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, Captain Jack and all this stuff. And I was like, well, there it is. Disney, you know, bringing, bringing along the younger generations. Because this really, at the end of the day, is about them, right? Yeah. So, as much as we, we don't want to grow up, like... Exactly. Like Christopher Robin talks about, it is still for the kids. Right. So it's kind of one of those things that's hard for us to watch, but for them, like, I mean, I guess 
let them have it, right? If, if that's what feeds their addiction to become a Disney kid, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, totally. So, Jay. Oh, I was going to ask if you guys uh, heard anybody that didn't like the movie so far. Um, I've heard, I mean, I've heard some news that are, are sort of negative. And like I said, I, I do have that part of my brain that, that gets it. Um, you know, I think that there, I certainly think it has flaws. Um, one of the things is like Haley Atwell, who I think is awesome, is like, well, I don't know, kind of wasted in the movie. Um, and there's weird things like, why are they so mad at Christopher Robin? He's just trying to stay back at work and literally save everybody's job. Like, you know, so he's not so much a selfish, selfish person. He's quite selfless. Um, and I've heard some people have some issues with that. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of saying that it's pretty, it's a story you've heard so many times. They didn't quite like that. I, there's uh, well, one I'm... of the websites was really like terrified of the, of the animals. And I'm like, oh, that's my favorite part. So, <laughs> that's the best part. Well, one, one part uh, Zach was saying earlier is that he didn't necessarily like that they were, that they were alive to everyone. Yeah. That's probably my main my main hesitation with like absolutely loving it, it and a couple other people as well uh, is that I always thought of it as something that was going on in Christopher Robin's mind. And so when it's like, no, actually there's a magic portal and actually now it's in London and actually Winnie the Pooh exists and talks. Um, and people and can that, see him. To comedy. But that was I, what I told Mo is it all makes it worth it when you have that uh, nap time scenes when he's like, <laughs> Play nap, oh, time. play nap time struggling through London <laughs> like that made it with it but at it the same time I was like story, yes. yeah was. so I I've heard people say and I think I've, I don't know I might be in this camp that they don't necessarily consider this story to be uh, a canon and that's like the nerd in me saying that um, <laughs> where it's like but some of that doesn't make sense and I, I get it um, but at the end of the day if you take it for this enjoyable charming piece of entertainment uh, I think I think it's it's a crowd pleaser. It's, it's uh, how can you not like it? It's Disney. It doesn't have to well, make sense. Too, what you is... need to realize <laughs> is we're talking about a stuffed animal that knows how to talk and act and play. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's all make believe anyway. The so rules of reality enjoy it. are broken. And yeah. And going back to them getting mad at Christopher Robin for working, it's like, well, do you want food on the table or not? Like, it's just exactly. I don't see her working. So I, that's hard. That's a hard balance. I guess that's the whole side of it, though. We as we look at it, we're like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> we need to work. Like, it's, yeah. it's OK to work. But I, I think it, like very telling was the scene in the beginning when, you know, uh, the, the his wife and daughter are, are dancing and. And he's working, and he walks over, and you think that he's going to dance with them. And instead, he closes the door yeah, and, well, and shuts was, himself off. That was, like, the first real sign of, like, oh, he has changed. You know what I mean? Like, up until that point, there was kind of like this, oh, maybe he remembers Pooh. Maybe, you know, maybe he has that childhood, you know, nostalgia that he had long ago, that kind of thing. But then it was in that scene where you kind of realize, oh, no, he's gone. Right. We lost him. Yeah. Anyway, but hey, we wanted to thank you guys so much for joining us for this. Like I said, we wanted your opinion because you guys are the experts. And tell people again where they can find you guys. Well, we are Adventure is Out There. Um, you can find us on social media like Facebook where Adventure is Out There. We're also on Instagram at Disney Adventure Pod. And then like, I'm on Twitter every once in a while at Disney Adventure Pod. But I, it's, it's... We should start a petition just to get like rid of Twitter altogether, right? <laughs> it's hit or miss. Like, do I have to? It's like yeah. podcast rule that I have to be there, and, and that's the only reason why. But anyway, just yeah, connect with us on social media. Uh, like Jay said, you can download us pretty much anywhere. 
Uh, we like to talk about Disney travel and Disney travel. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. We really appreciate getting your insight and talking to some fellow Disney. So we appreciate it. For sure. I think we give it, I mean, we, we, we ultimately give it like a hundred out of a hundred acres. Yeah, look at you go. My heart. I can't. That That's so, so cute. cute. I'm getting that tattooed across my leg tonight. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Hey, and we want to thank everybody for listening as well. And don't forget that you can find us on all the social medias as well. And uh, we are actually, we just found out, which we didn't even know, we're available on Spotify at this point. So, yeah. Who yeah. put us on there? Did you guys do this? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, all the ones. Go check us out. Um, and don't forget to go check out Adventures Out There. But before we go, we want to announce the winner for our giveaway. Yeah, that's true. So a couple episodes back, we did the Easter eggs, where the Easter eggs are hidden in Disney movies and Disney rides and different things. So we are doing the giveaway as promised, and we had people enter, and we put them in a random generator. So we're going to pull out a prize. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's too late to enter, but you can go back and listen to it. We're going to be inserting these little Easter eggs into different episodes throughout and it might be two episodes in between it might be five might be a hundred you never know so just keep listening for the easter eggs for your chance to win some cool disney swag and i'm really excited about this present all right jace are you ready for me to say the name of the winner yeah drum roll please kyle erickson so if you're listening we'll try and reach out to you on social media as well but message us your address and we will mail you out your prize this week so we'll reach out to you but yeah, if you contact us first, just send us your address. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. We had a lot of entries Thank and put you. them into a random generator. And so that's the one that it that it spit out. So you're lucky. Maybe go to Vegas. I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah, thanks for everyone that entered and for emailing us and messaging us on Facebook and Instagram. We appreciate you taking the time out to message us and for listening. And we, we so appreciate that. Well, and more than anything, thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us banter back and forth about something we love so much yeah listen to jesus antics and ticks where he taps a highlight upon the table <laughs> it's true keep on navigating on Broadway Media Podcast Network.